This is Gemara Numa Daf Chav Zayin. All the learning as we conclude this month of Iyar has been sponsored generously Lerfuah Shlema for Rivka Bas Sheva, as well as Aschosfuah Shlema for Natali Sibin Michalester. The learning of the entire Chabura should be a tremendous Aschos for their Rufuah Shlema in this month, which is Misugal for Rufuah Shlema. Of course, the rest of our Chayim Menav Vegachayim Misarsh Lam Zidin Raisa Sar Bas Kenendli to Basim Schei Seyus Olam Mimindel Ezer Vendish Avleiv Shemas Naviyu Shavigav Shuchan Avol Davinit Shmuel Ben Tilo Dinol Ben Chan Raisa Milchay Basmi Le Brachos Av Musa. We pick it up on the very bottom of Chof Vav Amid Bees. We're right after the Mishnah. We began the Mishnah yesterday in which we learned the different Karbanais and the amount of Koyahanim that are brought. We learned that there's an ayol that has 11 Koyahanim and we basically concluded with the par that has 24 different Koyahanim and then the Mishnah concluded that when it comes to the Hefshit and the Nituach, the skinning and the dismembering and the cutting up of the animal that is equal everyone. So says the Gemara, we pick up from that point, Tana Hefshitam and Nituach Shavin Bizar. They are equal by a czar, that even a czar, even a non-Koyahin is allowed to perform the Skinning and the cutting. How do you know that? What do we learn from that policy? Now, what did the Bnei Aroin and the Kayhanim have to bring? The age, the fire. Says the Gemara, what do we see from the Pasik? That only the placement of the fire has to be done by a Kayhan, but the other avoiders, the cutting up of the animal, the dismembering. Could be done by a Yisrael. Ask the Gemara one second. We need that part of the Pasik to teach itself. We need it to teach us that the who puts on the fire, the Kayin. So how can you learn out everywhere else? I found a Bayi that was explaining to his son the following. It says in the Torah. That he should be, do the shechita, shechita bizar kshira. You know what I learned from here? That shechita is allowed to be done by izar, by an ankain, something that we've spoken about, something that we mentioned, how the Mishnah was a raya too. But says Rav Simi Barashi, that's what he heard. Then Abayah explained that from the Pasik says the Shachat teaches us it's allowed to be done by Azar. But now the Brisa continues. How do you know that? How do you know that the Pasik is coming to teach me that the meaning? How do you know that? What was the Havamina? Why would you have thought that a Zar and non Kain is not allowed to do the Shechita? We only need a Pasik to teach us something when we have a reason to assume that. So says the Gemara, what was your reason to assume that? Answers the Gemara, Michlal Shanamar from the back, the Pasik says, You and your Children, with you, should guard the kahuna. Shamei what I learned from there, afilu shechita. I would have thought that even the shechita has to be done by a kohen. That's the avamina, because it says you and your children should guard the kahuna. Tamalayim of Eshachet has been a bargain of the Hashem. Ve'krivu b'nei and a kohen in his adam. We learn out that it says you should do the shechita and do the hakrava. Mekabala ve'elech from the shechita, the catching of the blood. From that point and onward, says the Pasuk b'nei Aaron, that's mitzvah b'kuna has to be done by a kohen. However, that teaches you bizarre. So from the first part of the Pasik, we already learned that from everything else has to be done with a Kayin. Only from the Kabbalah, the catch 
washing of the blood and onward. So why does the Pasuk say, do the smicha, lean on the animal? Do the shechita, shech the animal? That must teach me that the shechita is kshera by Izar, by Anan, Kayin. Says the Gemara, let's go a bit deeper. It takes me a last of them. Let's go a bit deeper in figuring out this drasha. Michti says the Gemara. You just told me that from the point of the Kabbalah, the catching of the blood and onward, that is to be done by a Kayin. If that is true, so why did the Torah have to tell me? That the Bnei Aaron should put the fire there. It's posh that the Bnei Aaron has to put the fire there. I'm sorry. Vinasa Bnei Aaron normally. What? I'm not, not that it's posh. So what? One more time. Why does the Pasuk say that they have to put the fire there? Like we started off, the skinning and the dismembering, that does not need a coin. The fire, but everything else, the, after that, the skinning and the cutting can be done by a non-coin. No, still we're not happy. I still would have thought that when the Torah says that the coin should put the fire is not extra, since something that we've seen already, the, uh, that we haven't seen, we'll see in a moment, the placement of the fire is not ma'akiv, is not integral, the kapara. So what would you have thought, kuna. you'd have thought it doesn't require kuna at all. So Kamash Malan, the Pasuk teaching me, the kuna, meaning, if the Pasuk is extra, why did the Pasuk have to say that the Bnei Aron have to put the fire there? Then we can learn out from there that the Hefshit and the Nituach, the skinning and the dismembering is Kasher Bazaar. But if we're proving that there's a reason that Torah had to say Benasnu Bnei Aron, you know the reason? The reason is it's not Ma'akiv the Kapara. If it's not integral, I would have thought it does not need Kuna. So the Pasuk teaches me about it itself that it needs Kuna, but we can't necessarily learn out to anywhere else. So it says, okay, let's try a different Makar. Alamehacha, learn from the the Bosik says that Aaron and his children have to put the different pieces down in the fats. So, what's this Bosik talking about? From the catching of the blood and from the bringing and uh, the bringing it at all to be done by a kite. So, what does this Bosik have to tell me? That they have to arrange the different fats and limbs. What does that come to teach me? That only this has to be done by a kayin. The skinning and the dismembering could be done by a non kayin. Says the Gemara again, not enough. No. How do you know what it's coming to exclude? Maybe it's coming to exclude that it has to be done by a kayin to tell me that the bringing of the wood does not have to be done by a kayin. Says the Gemara, Mistavra it makes sense that when the Torah is coming to exclude or include something, it's going to be something similar. So if it's talking about the ranging of the limbs, it's going to be similar, which is the arranging of the, which is the arranging which is the um, arranging of a different part of the carbon, meaning the hefshit and the nituach, the cutting and the, and the skinning. Says, no, the opposite. Meaning, maybe the cedar, how do you know which part should we say it's similar? Do we say it's similar to the part of the animal? Or no, maybe it's similar in the arrangement of it. So that's the reason. Says, don't say that. It says, the coin should bring it all on the mizbeach. 
This comes to teach me that the limbs should be brought on the kavesh before they have to be burnt on the Mizbech, meaning it's a separate step like we already started seeing. You put it on the ramp, and then it's brought up on the Mizbech. So that step, the bringing of the limbs and placing it on the ramp, that needs a kahuna. But the placement of the wood on the Mizbech, on the Maracha, does not need kahuna. What do we learn out from here? See the Shnei Kizri hates him. The setting up of the, not the setting up, the placement of the two blocks Box of wood by Ikuna that needs to be done by a kain. But then Varchu Lamali, what did the positive say? Varchu, Lemute, have Shivani Tuach. Comes to exclude again the skinning and the dismembering. So maybe that's the source that the skinning and the cutting up of the carbon can be done by Israel. Says Mara, okay, no, maybe this is also needed for itself, as the Gemara will explain in a moment. Ella says the Gemara, the Hector, the Hector Akoyin is I call Lamai also. So why does the Apostle come to teach me the Hector Akoyin is I call? He has to burn everything. comes to exclude, have Shevini Tuach. It comes to exclude the skinning and the cutting up of the animal. So that is going to be the marmaka and that is going to be the source. The hector akoyin es hakol that the koyin has to bring up everything in smoke. So why does it come to say the word koyin over here? Teach me that this has to be with the koyin but the skinning, the cutting does not have to be with the koyin. Okay, so we have our marmaka. So at the end of the day what is the source? That the hefshit, the skinning, the nituach, the cutting up of the animal does not have to be done by a koyin. It's because the Torah taught us the hector akoyin as I call that the haktara, the burning, the smoking is to be done by a koyen, but the cutting up of the animal can be done even by a czar. Now says the Gemara, let's go back into this pasik and let's let's dissect it, pardon the pun, a little bit. is I call and the koyen brings it all on the mizbeach. the kavish. That refers to the bringing of the different limbs on the ramp. the kavish So what do we learn now from there? That the bringing the limbs is done by a koyen. The bringing of the wood does not need kuna. But that would teach us that only the, obviously there's two parts of the wood. We've seen the pictures many times. You have the big logs, the big tremendous fire. And then there was a separate avaita, there was a separate job every single day, as we'll see more in a moment, to put these two logs onto the Mizbech. That is what is not going to have to be done by a kayin. That the cedar Shnegizri eats him needs the kuna. Says the Gemara, Vinasnu. What does the first word Vinasnu in the Pasik teach us? Ligufe. Teaches us that for its own reason, that when you put the fire, it has to be done by a coin. Va'archu shnayim b'nei aroin shnayim koyanim shnayim va'archu. What the word says va'archu et shnayim. That teaches me that two koyanim have to put the fire. B'nei aroin. That teaches me shnayim has to be two koyanim. B'nei aroin shnayim. Hakoyhanim is also plural. So each word is a plural word. Again, Va'archu, B'nei Aharon. Hakoyhanim, each one is a plural word. Shnayim, each one teaches us that there's two different people. 
Lamanu, what does that teach us? Letlesha tohun shisha. So says the Gemara. What do we see? We see that the tle when it comes, which we think right now is a carbon tamid, requires how many koyanim? Six koyanim, as we learn out from va'archu. But the aroin hakoyanim, each one in the plural, equaling two, two, and two, is six koyanim for this job of the carbon tamid. Says the Gemara. One second. Let's go. Let's take apart this last part. Oh, my Rabbi the Rabbi Lazar. This last part of the Pasik is referring to Ben Bakr cattle. We learned in our Mishnah that how many people, how many cattle have to get involved? 24. How are you telling me it's only six? And he himself, Rav Lazar, answers that Allah is What does the Torah teach us to wood in the fire on the Mizbeach? What is this referring to? Meaning, we thought implicitly it's referring to the carbon Tamid. Says Rav Lazar, I'm going to answer your question. Because we thought it's referring to the carbon tamid, and we had a contradiction. The Bryce seems to say two, two, and two that there's six kayanim for the carbon tamid. Our Mishnah said there are 24 kayanim. Says Rav Lazar in answering his question, what does the Apostolic teach us? Have the Oimer Zetle. This is referring to a carbon tamid, meaning we thought originally it was referring to the carbon oil. Now we see that it's not true. Now we see that it's referring to the carbon tamid. Again, one was that the extra word when it says, that's referring to the oila. Whereas when the Pasik says the six kayanim, that's referring to the carbon tamid. So the first Pasik was the tamid, and our Pasik by us in the Mishnah was a carbon oila. Amar Ravasi, Amar Ravyukhran Zar, Shesidras Maracha. Chayiv, but not Koyin, sets up the fire on the Mizbeach. He is Chayiv. So Kate said, Oisa, so what should he do? He set it up already. Parkai, take it down. Vachazar Vesaydra, and reset it up. You're not allowed to do that, Avaita. You're not allowed to set up the wood. So if you messed up, redo it. Ask the Gemara. Mayahanile. It sounds like in the Brisa. What does it sound like? It sounds like the non-Kayin came and he set up the fire. It said the Brisa, so what should you do? Take it apart and rebuild it. Says the Gemara, but he's still the one doing it and he's not allowed to. Hello, we know what's going on over here. Says the Gemara. Parakuzar, beside your Kayin. That's what it means that the non-Kayin takes it apart and the Kayin puts it back together. Again, I'm sorry if I didn't mention, we're sort of going on a new topic now. Now we finished where we were discussing the bringing of the different carbonates, the six quan and the 24 kayan, the idol of the tamid. Now we're moving on to a new topic about the arrangement of the marach, the pyre, the wood, on top of the mezveyach, which the Gemara now is teaching us that a czar, if a non-kayin does it, he is chayiv misa, and he has to take it apart. But comes like Ravzir and he's bothered. I don't understand. Who, when do you put the wood on the Mizbeach? At night. Says Rav Zira, is there any Avoidah that has to be done at night and yet is the Chiyav Misa for Azar doing it? Says the Gemara, what's bothering you? Is there no such thing? We have the limbs and the fats. What are they burnt? At night. And yet what's the halacha? If a czar does it, they're chayim Answers the Gemara, No, the, land, the fat and the limbs, that's the end of a daytime avayda. So it's going to get the, it's going to be called a daytime avayda. Ah, yes, the Gemara. Something that we're familiar with from a few days ago. What about the chumas adashen, the removal of the ash? We saw machlekes, rav and levi. But why would that have a chayim That's also done at night. Says the Gemara, avayda. 
the imami. It's the beginning. Tchilas avoid the imami. I'm sorry. It's the beginning of the daytime avoida. Damar Rav Asim, Rav Yechlan, Kiddush Yada, the Chumas Adashen. Lamachar Eitzar Likadish Shikvar Kiddush Betchilas Avoida. If someone washed his hands with the kiyar, he sanctified his hands and his feet before the Chumas Adashen. Even though it's early in the morning, he does not have to redo it. So says the Gemara. We're back to our original question: How could there be a chiyam misa for Yisrael to set up the wood of the mizbeach? We never find such a thing. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, Nubshat, says it's not referring to just setting up the pyre, the big logs, it's referring to specifically that special avoid to bring those two blocks of wood. If a Zar and Nankoin does that, he's a Chiyamisa. Why? Because it's a daytime avoid. So before we continue, let's just take stock of what just happened. Because the Gemara is about to discuss that, which does happen seemingly was. The Gemara wanted to suggest is a chi of Misa for a Zara Nankoin for setting up the Marach, the pyre, the wood on top of the Mizrach. And the Gemara was very bothered. It's a nighttime Avaita. So rather the Gemara switch, and the Gemara says, okay, it's referring to setting up the two blocks of wood, which is a daytime Avaita. So it sounds like the only time there's going to be a Chi of Misa is going to be by a daytime Avaita. So Matzkvila Rava, Elamayat, of what you're saying is correct. Tibai bias. So it should require a bias. It should require a lottery. Who puts the wood on the Mizrach? Says the Gemara, guess what? It does. It's the Mitzay all the time. Your Rav did not have the following Bryce that said, Mishazach, but you must adashen. It's an explicit Bryce that says, the one that won the lottery to remove the ash. Remember, this is the beginning of the parak when we were discussing why they created this lottery, but said the Bryce, they also get the Shnei him. They're putting on the wood. Says the Gemara. Okay, but now what comes out of what we just said? For you just said it's correct. It sounds like only a daytime avoida requires a lottery and not a nighttime avoida. But ask the Gemara, like we saw at the top of the Amid. When it comes to the vats and the limbs, it's the end of the day. It's a called a daytime avoida. I'm sorry, I just jumped. Back up. One more time. What about there? That's also seemingly a night to avoid, and we know there is a lottery. It answers the Gemara. It's the end of the day to avoid. Answers the Gemara. As we saw extensively at the beginning of the Barak, they were fighting, beating each other up, broken their legs, stabbing them. That's why they made the Pious. Says the Gemara, okay, let's ask another question. It comes out that only if you have a daytime avoida and an avoida that if a non coin does it, he has a chiyam misa. That's when there's a lottery done. But Azar Chayavala Misa, Sounds like what of a czar. If a non coin would not get misa, there's no lottery. What do you mean? The shechting of the carbon. And the, what do we know? The shechting of the carbon. That when even though a non-coin, of course, is allowed to do the shechita, yes, there's a bias. So what's going on over here? The rules don't fit. It sounds like we just said that the lottery is only for a date But we know that there's a bias for the the um, shechita. Answers the mara shiny shechita. 
It's beginning of the Avaita. It's beginning of the Avaita. Therefore, it's special. You want to start off the day with a vigor and a vigor, with a vigor and excitement. That's the reason why there's a pious, even though it doesn't necessarily conform to the rules. Let's finish up. Says the Gemara. But we did not learn as follows. Go check if it's a time to do the Shechita. And never say go check if it's time to bring up the wood. Answers We'll pick up from the last question and answer Mir Tashem in the next year.